So, hi, my name is Nick Craig, and this is the Leading from Purpose podcast. Today, I have a, a very special guest, someone who I've been working with for a number of years. This is uh, Michael Kalet. Michael is the head of talent and development at Lego. Now, Lego is not just any company. Lego has this beautiful purpose, which is to create the builders of tomorrow. And Michael has been at Lego for over 15 years. So he's really been in the system for a long time and watched the ups and downs and challenges. So today we're gonna to have a conversation in two parts. The first part is gonna be about Michael and his purpose. And second part is going to be about purpose as an individual and its connection to organizational purpose in the context of Lego and what its journey has been on. So. Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Nick. And so I see behind you, you have some Legos. Is that true? I do. I do. Not just behind me. I actually have it all over the place in the house and, and even actually in our garage. You have, you, have, you have Legos in your garage as well. Okay. You could have had them in the garden as well. I probably would be the case. Yes. But that's great. Yeah, well, exactly. So, uh, exactly. so you, you are where today? So I'm in, uh, in my home office, actually, we live out in the countryside and, uh, and uh, I have this isolated, nice place uh, where, where I uh, thrive right now and also challenged in the COVID-19 situation. So you're in Denmark, is that correct? Yep, yep. What is, what is the actual town that you live in? So it's called Voledegård. Um, the nearest town would be Skanderborg, which nobody knows either. Uh, so Aarhus would probably be, uh, okay. you know, maybe, maybe 5% of your listeners will, uh, will know where that is in Denmark. That's really great. So um, what I'd like to do is to talk a little bit about you and your journey around your purpose. So would you be willing to share with us what your purpose is? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So my purpose is that uh, I'm the loving farmer that rings the bell when rain is coming. And that has been, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the statement and the sentence that they came as part of the, the first program that I went through. I've been through a couple, as you know, um, and it's just stuck with me ever since. So what are, what are those words? Those is really, it's very poetic to hear that, but what does that mean for you, those words? Yeah, so it, it all comes uh, from from the time when uh, when I was a little uh, child. My grandparents lived on a farm, and that was that was my hideout. It was my place to go. I loved going there, um, and just this entire spirit uh, comes from from the the farm and what I experienced there over many many years. Um, and the purpose is sort of tie, uh, you could say separated in to to three buckets. The, the first one, the loving farmer. Um, I am a, a family guy. I'm an emotional person. I'm somebody uh, that you've experienced uh, countless times. Uh, sharing my emotions is very visible. Uh, so this this thing about you know wearing the, my my heart on my sleeve is uh, is something that people quickly see. So that's the first one. That's the loving farmer. Ringing the bell. Uh, well, ring the bell is that uh, I uh, I find myself countless times to be in in a department in an organization where i see potential and when i see potential i can't help but ring the bell i can't help but try to help 
make people aware of what they could do so even more of or you know set the bar high and uh, and even at times because there's also a flip side to, to every purpose even at times when people maybe don't want to listen and and i'll still sometimes ring the bell a little bit extra and that can of course be be a challenge and then the last one is uh, when rain is coming um and that's the metaphor for you know when my when my grandfather uh, would basically uh, uh prepare the soil sow out the seeds and have everything ready all he needed to do was step away from it and then let nature do its course let rain come uh, to nourish the crops let the sun come to uh, uh, to make them rise and and that's sort of the last part that that you know once you've rung the bell and you've helped people on a path you need to step away and just only be there if something happens and and they they need you as well so so those are the three components cool it was beautiful beautifully here and I had this image of you as a kid with in this scene on this now um tell us do you tell us about your story do you have the bell I do I do so uh, basically the, the the whole story behind and and, and how I ended up this um was that uh, when I was this uh, young kid I, I always went up during the summer and helped my grandfather with the harvest and my parents would be there and my sister would be there. Uh, and when I was too young to actually go and, and, and physically help out, I would run around in the forest or out in the garden and my grandparents would have this bell that my grandmother would ring whenever help was needed. So it could be that my grandfather would come in and I would come running down. And when I was in the program, I, I, I remember the sound of the bell so distinct. It's interesting how these images just sort of, you know rests with you and uh, and on the plane ride back uh, i came to think of the bell um and uh, on my way home it was quite late i called my mother and i said where did this bell actually disappear off to where did it go and my mother said well she couldn't quite remember but she knew they took it with them uh they moved house so they took them with them to the next house but from there she had no clue um, but I actually managed to track down the bell. I found it at, the, at this house they, they used to live. I contacted the owner and, and actually the bell now is outside on, on our own farm. And, and when the kids are down in the forest, just like they did two days ago and they were running off and dinner was ready, guess what we ring and guess who comes running now? It's, uh, it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful wow. reminder. So this metaphor is beautiful. And I guess the question is, um, as head of talent, for and development for Lego. How have you lived, how, how have you been able to live this? And what's, is there a couple of examples you could give us of what does it really look like for you to bring this alive? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, coming out of the purpose session, I, I've been in, in countless of, of, of leadership interventions and development programs when you come out with great intent and you know, you, you really want to do something different. You want to make sure your, your day is more in your purpose or that you are more building on your strengths. And, and, and yes, it's, it's had an impact to me, but, um, but, but, but not, not as deeply. You know, I, I, I always end up returning a little bit back to the old ways of working and the calendar is full and, and so on and so forth. So the, the first one that sort of fundamentally changed for me is 
and it's 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 weird i hear it also with other people that go through but something happened in this two and a half day i spent on on finding my own purpose the way i connected to the story and 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 what what happened actually was i i created this purpose to impact plan um and and coming back i actually changed a lot of the way that i work um, cause it was quite interesting. There, there was a period of time when we discussed and, and you know, this, uh, as you were coaching me through it, there was a part of me thinking, is there actually part of my agenda that in order for me to live in my purpose that I, I, I shouldn't do, you know, and, 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 and what I found was no, it's, it's much more about how I do it. So I actually went through and I've done an exercise and I do it now every year of going through and see what can I do differently? to live for more from my purpose. And what that has done for me is tremendous. I spent more time having fun. Uh, I don't need to do things just the way that, you know, I have a fantastic leader, Lauren Schuster, um, but I don't need to do things like Lauren does. I can do it in my own, uh, in my own way. You know, I, I am the farmer and I am sometimes just the practical guy. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is actually that I found that my, my, my direct employees, the leadership team that I lead, um, they have grown tremendously. I mean, they also took purpose to impact at a later stage, but right after I took it myself, they actually found all of a sudden there was a lot of space to take what I used to do that I did not necessarily enjoy doing and were all different. So, so they could step into a space that, that they do uh, enjoy. That's the, the first part. Then the other part, what it has done to me is, uh, you know, you know, I've always been living by by a saying, um, you know, about the path that you leave behind, and, and actually being able to work with people and helping them see, find their purpose, and helping them live it, it's one of the most rewarding things you can possibly do. So I could have any. COVID-19 budget discussion uh, uh, that will drive me crazy uh, for a couple of hours. And then you forget about it when all of a sudden you spend just a couple of hours with people talking about their purpose and how I can help them uh, live it more. So do you think that that expression is a, uh, also an expression of your purpose? Which, what do you mean, which expression? Well, when you think about helping people get clear on what their purpose is or live their purpose. Do you think that's an expression of your purpose? Exactly. It, it, completely. I mean, it, it's interesting how, and obviously I've been in commercial roles before I was GM for, for Europe central. Um, but, but somehow for a period of time, I felt that uh, coaching people, helping people find their path, helping people solve personal challenges was a side job. You know, it was what I did in the evenings. It was what I did when somebody would call upon me for mentoring and, and try to realize that that is actually one of the places where I deliver uh, some of the best work that I do, some of the best value, for instance, means that our entire learning and development agenda, uh, which is part of my remit, yep. 95% of that is driven by a brilliant leader, Sahid Kamatia. Um, because that's what he does well. I mean, his purpose is to go where there are no roads and we're trying to reinvent how we do learning and development. Who am I to get in the way of stopping uh, him and that, right? So uh, 
yeah, it's you're on the farm and he's going where there are no roads. Sounds like a great combination, right? It, it is absolutely is. Oh my God, that is so great. So, as we as we take a look at this, this is sort of talking about you as a leader. What I'd like to do is to now shift and have a conversation about Lego. Now, Lego is probably one of the few iconic brands and companies that has a well-defined purpose that I think every kid on the planet knows, which is to create the builders of tomorrow. If I sort of pull some kids in a room and say, why, you know, why do you build Legos? They're all, they'll all scream some version of that. So it is a, a unique place. And so what I'd like to think about or have you talk about is why would bringing individual purpose be of any value in a system that for the most part has more purpose than most anybody else has? We do, and, and, and I think maybe also start with, because you know it has been important to bring purpose into legal. Our starting point though is incredibly good. We, we have a strong purpose, our consumers see it, our employees will talk to it. Uh, it, it is, you know, the norm is new people coming into our company saying, your purpose is not just what's on a website. I, you know, I, I feel it the first week that I'm here. Uh, and that's of course a, a fantastic starting point. But what I do find as well is, and, and we've, we've seen that over time, especially also when crisis hit, you know, the big crisis was back when I started about 15 years ago, uh, the, the, the turnaround of the company. But we've also had more recent challenges in 2016 and 17, where, you know, when, when you really get stuck, um, we actually found, and, and I, I truly saw that there was a need for individual purpose because what you can do is you can tend to forget about yourself. So, so I've seen so many employees that are so consumed by the company's purpose mm -hmm. that are doing what's right. Uh, I mean, there, there was one uh, people leader a few years back, you know, we also talk about the pressure of society and, and the pressure of, of the world that we live in. And, and he said, you know, Michael, I, I really, it's interesting because it's almost like more challenging to be in a company where we see almost nobody getting under the pressure due to leader pressure. But we see so many people getting there because of passion, because they don't know how to stop. They just keep getting consumed by how amazing this company is, how amazing the coworkers are, the, the purpose we have. So we needed to find a place where you actually start connecting to yourself. So, so to get away from this notion that you have a company purpose, you have a company strategy, and then you cascade it down to the department, down to the individual contributor, and then the individual contributor will need to think about, okay, so this is my remit, this is my job, this is my plan, how can I see myself in it? To turn that around and say, actually what we first want to do is we want to know what is your purpose? What is it that drives you? What is it that makes you get up in the morning? That makes you happy? Um, that will make you go the extra mile, not because you feel you have to, because you want to, and because that is what makes you stronger as an individual, stronger as a leader, as a talent, et cetera. 
And, and what we found is actually, because when you do go on this journey, you also open up for people to say, oops, this is not my purpose. I can't find any of my purpose in what I do. And, and I've been part of those conversations, but by far the majority that I've been part of, and we've now run it out to more than 400 people, um, where I have had exposure, people actually start seeing how they can live their purpose more in what they do. And that's a magical place to be because then you both have the company purpose, the aspirational, and you have your own purpose where you can find yourself in it. So if you think about it from that perspective and you, you start thinking about um, what the role of HR is in this journey, um, and what's interesting is, is you come from a non-HR background, right? So as you're looking at that, how do you think about the work on purpose, both individually and organizationally, as a lever for what Lego needs to do moving forward? Because the world of the toy business, uh, I think one of my learnings from having worked with you guys is how challenging being in the toy business is, especially when your box retailers like Toys R Us all of a sudden become bankrupt and you have massive disruption of how you're supposed to operate. I mean, where we are right now in this uh, COVID-19 situation is just making it so blatantly obvious uh, why this is needed in the way that I, I see it. If we go back six, seven, nine months, uh, right? You know, it was, it was clear that purpose would be something that can unleash an employee. But it isn't really until you hit crisis that mm. you really see the importance of why you need to, 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 to be there and why you need to get your people in a place where they can actually deal with the, this situation right now. So we got all our employees or most of our employees that are working from home office that all of a sudden have to work in a completely different way. In Europe, we see many uh, families where kids are home, they need to be homeschooled how do you make it the, the day work right with two parents that are, are, are having full-time jobs and they still need to educate their kids. They got to uh, participate in the meetings that are there. Um, so you need to be incredibly creative. And what we found is actually, and we can see this because we've rolled out purpose to all employees in, in POND. So our HR uh, and what we can see is that, and we can compare to past experiences where we've had similar challenges, that the way the organization is coping with this uncertainty. In my team, I got more than 30 people that from one day on to the other didn't have anything to work with because we paused our recruitment of all salaried employees. Now, what did they do? I didn't do anything. About a week into it, all of a sudden I start hearing that you know, Shannon in the U.S. have started working uh, part-time as a partner in our partnering community. The same went for China. So they just go out and figure out where can they impact. And the way they, they look for things is they follow their purpose. Because hmm. they don't want to just sit down and, and obviously uh, uh, have nothing to do in this situation. So, so I think that's a very specific, uh, clear situation that is being unwinded. And I think the COVID-19 is just pushing us to realize 
what was so right even 12 months ago, but because we were doing so well, maybe we didn't fundamentally ask ourselves, hmm, you know, how important is this? So I'm, I'm super happy that we're on the journey to roll this out to more people um, because it's needed. I mean, I think one of the things that you and I have been experimenting with is running the program virtually, which I think yeah. both of us probably would have about two months ago said, no way, what's the point? And now what was interesting was that the, some of the feedback we've been getting is that people um, actually feel that doing it from home actually makes it easier, yeah. which I, I, I found to be kind of like, I didn't think about it, but in some ways, we all have to put on some level of armor when we go into the office. And if you're not wearing the armor that you get to go to a deeper place, which I thought was really been fascinating. But I'm just curious from your perspective, you know, as you look at this crisis that we find ourselves in, it is a crisis, it's a global crisis, it's a global crucible, we could argue, mm -hmm. experience as the challenging life experience. Um, what do you see as the positive possibilities? I, I think uh, one is, and that's actually something that I'm spending quite a lot of time on right now to try and, and, and figure out what is the, the secret sauce. There's no doubt that the current situation we're in this crisis is a huge challenge and it's impacting so many people's lives and it's a, you know, it's a disaster. For, for so many people. And, and, you know, that's the first thing to relate to. We, 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 you know, we can't fathom, even though we read the news, we can't fathom how this is actually impacting uh, so many people uh, around the world uh, and families. At the same time, what it is doing, I mean, it's, it's, it's like we hear it often, right? So when, when you're in your biggest crisis, that's sometimes when you learn the most. And, and I, I do see a number of things that are opening up our eyes. One being the speed of decision-making. I mean, we're much faster as an organization, all of a sudden to make decisions. Instead of involving 10, 15 people, you know, it's about the two, three most important, then you make the decision. The discussions we're having, it's like the bar of what is relevant have been raised. We don't discuss the nitty gritty uh, uh, that you can just get somebody to do. So there's, there's a number of examples. And the other thing is creativity. Something that we've been incredibly strong with always in our product development uh, and also obviously in parts of our supply chain and, and sales. But what I'm seeing is that when you don't have any other way, then all of a sudden you start doing the things you never thought you would do and they're working. It's super interesting how people feel actually more connected. So we, we do these dipstick surveys of, of emotion and, and you know, um, motivation and satisfaction. And we're actually in many areas seeing an increase right now. Who would have thought that would be happening when people are sitting at home and we're connecting virtually? And the other thing is, I wanted to bring up also is the point you made is to find your purpose virtually. I mean, you, this is very deep work. You got to be in the hands of the right people. So, so I would have never thought we would do it virtually. And I, I've connected with a couple of the people that, that were on uh, last week. And I'm, I'm super surprised to hear 
you know, yes, the comment that you made that actually by being at home, I feel more safe, uh, that, that, that I can go into this space. Two other comments they made, you know, one was actually I had a way in the breaks to connect with my wife and really ask her deeply about, you know, th this is what I'm starting to think and this is what I'm uh, working on and here's my first draft of a purpose. What do you think? That's an interesting one. And then the last one was that there was one individual that really had something from the past that wasn't resolved. And that surfaced during this period. Now the person could offline after hours, then connect one of your coaches and have a conversation about that past, not in the open, nobody's seeing the person walking across, sitting down and really getting some kind of closure to it. And I would have never thought of that. As you're saying it, I'm going, oh, interesting. Okay. It's super interesting because that individual could then get that deeper work done while then the next day stepping in wholeheartedly to the purpose conversation. So it, it's, it, that's what, what the current situation is doing to us is it's actually forcing some limitations that I think we need to do more of at least as we dare to experiment because you and I, we could have three months ago said, okay, Let's just try this virtual thing. Nobody believes in it. Fair enough. But let's try it. Now we did it, and I'm super happy for it. Uh, and the result is great. Well, I think we're, I mean, you know, one of the ways I look at this is all transitions, all change has three, late, three phases to it. One is the end where things something comes to an end, and I think we've all experienced that. There's the how we were thinking about our vacation plans and our life back in early February. And then there's what we're thinking about now, and it looks completely different, right? And there's the new beginning, which I think we all would like to have, but it's not here. So there's this in-between time, and um, there's a book called Transitions by Bill Bridges, which I think I've used and many of us have probably looked at, which talks about something called the neutral zone, which for me is kind of like we can Star Trek. It's that in-between space. And the neutral zone is you can't go back but you really don't know how it's going to turn out. And if we look through history, this is the time where all the old rules no longer really apply. None of the new rules have been placed. We're allowed to experiment and fail in a way now that we couldn't in the previous world where everybody was watching everybody else. Now, if it doesn't work, you just quickly fix it and keep moving because there really isn't any rules that anybody can say, well, wait a minute, you didn't follow the rules. Well, the truth is that none of the rules apply. So the gift in some ways of this time is it gives us permission on some sense to be creative in ways that we couldn't be creative or lead in ways where we would be only allowed to manage in the old world because there was too many, too much momentum moving in a particular direction and you didn't want to screw it up. Now, since everything's screwed up, you really can't make it any worse, but you can possibly learn some things to make it better. And I think as we're all experimenting with new ways of operating, I think we're gonna discover some things that we're gonna keep and we're not gonna let go of. And we're gonna say, well, wait a minute, you know, that actually works in a, in a, in a different, better way and we're gonna discover it together. And I think that's what you and I are talking about as we speak is that we're on a, 
um, a learning journey together of how do we create a psychological safety for people to go tell stories that help them discover the deeper truth about themselves and then immediately apply it, not just to their work context, because they're sitting in their home context as well. Now, I know you and I have always talked about how important both of these are, but I think it's even, it's impossible to ignore now in a way that you could if you did the course, if we did it in the classroom where people can ignore the personal life and then we say, well, you should focus on that as well. Well, now the 10 year old's looking at your plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the guys said to me, he said, you know, my 10 year old was like, she said, dad, that is all crap. Here's what you need to be talking. Here's the things you should be planning toward. <laughs> so I think we're sitting in a different place. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And I am, I'm grateful for the journey that we've been on. Um, I think the last thing I'd love to have you take a couple seconds and talk about is um, you've got the opportunity to not only uh, have a purpose, but help us in the journey of helping others on that journey and working with some intact teams to be able to help work their stuff through. And I'm just curious from your perspective, what do you think is the value of clarifying purpose for and group of in people who work on an intact team? Because you could say, well, wait a minute, that feels a little scary. But mm. I'm just curious about what your experience has been. My, my experience has been as we, as we took the whole, I mean, my entire team has been through this. Uh, and every time we have a, a new employee that joins our team, they go on on purpose to impact as, as well. Uh, and my experience has been, is one that it, you feel people are more authentic. They're, they're able to be more themselves. So it somehow takes the, you, you call it armor or the, the, the filter or, you know, it, it, you, you, you just, it's clear. There's less of that uh, when people are encouraged to, uh, to work with their own purpose. And then on the other side, you get transparency to other people's purposes what triggers them, what they like. And, and that actually means, so in, in, you know, if we take a situation like right now in this crisis, I know what each of the purposes are in, in my team. So I know I have one individual, uh, part of her purpose is uh, she likes to uh, uh, run into the wind. She loves when things get tough. If it's just, you know, an easy breeze, that's not her. So I know right now that one of the most complex things that we need to get our heads around, I'm going to throw her against. Hmm. I mentioned Sahid and his purpose, you know. So, so by this way, I can actually sit down and give people opportunities and challenges that really stimulate themselves. And it's not just about what is the work that the company needs to have carried out. That's also there. I don't want to make it sound, you know, rosy and fine and so on, because there is a job that needs to be done. But you can be a little bit more, more mindful. And then actually, the, the last thing related to what you said before is there's so much uncertainty right now. And I see my team much more willing to step up and say, I'm scared on this. Mm. I'm hugely concerned on this. I have no clue how to deliver this. Yeah. 
right? So, so we implemented a recruitment pause, which was decided in top management Friday and executed Monday at two o'clock covering global scale. I mean, how, how do you do that? So you can do that when people are honest and raise their hand and say, Hey, I, I need help over here. And it's, it's making it easier. Mm, beautiful. Well, I want to thank you for spending some time with us today and sharing some of your experience. Um, do you, uh, one of the, my requests would be, would, before was that um, to see if you have a quote you wanted to have us bring this podcast to a close with. So I will hand it to you to share your quote. Yeah, exactly. I live by this quote uh, that uh, success is not a destination. It's the trail you leave behind. And what, what I will say is purpose has helped me realize that one of the best trails or paths that you can actually lay out mm. is helping people realize what their purpose is and how they can live it more. Because that's when you can just step away and wait for the rain to come uh, and people will unfold, uh, uh, you know, on, on the right course for them. So that, that would be my, my input. Beautiful. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you, Michael, for joining us today and sharing your journey at Lego. And I look forward to our continued adventures together. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.